0: The only source for unfiltered, nonsensical, fakeish news that you never asked for. With your hosts, Matt McKinley
1: and Aaron Ellis.
0: well howdy there daylight burners happy wednesday uh hope the week is treating you all right been hot hot uh yeah it's just been hot um it's all right though life keeps plugging right along and um aaron is uh out of the out of town uh he is doing uh gay shit in michigan Um, Gay Shit in Michigan, I'm pitching him on the idea that should be his own spinoff podcast, uh, for later in life. Um, and it'll just, it'll be called Gay Shit in Michigan with, uh, with Aaron Ellis. Uh, so, um, if you, if you do that, I'd be interested in, uh, in that sort of, uh, situation listening to it, being about it, let him know. Let him know. And if not, then act like this didn't ever happen. Um <clears throat> anyways, that you're better off just act just disregarding any anything you hear um there. Um and, and probably whatever's coming up, you know but just disregard it all. But ah, uh, Fence Post politics this week. Um <sighs> Donald Trump still dominates everything, but um there's there's been other stuff going on um but well let's check in let's check in on uh mr yo yo biden and uh and see
1: we'll see what he's got uh going on because uh it's it's pretty pretty neat um so he's at a uh something rally i don't know um i don't know where he's speaking at but he doesn't either um so i don't know if uh I don't know
0: exactly if that means that Joe Biden is threatening to attack us with F-15s or or is this a Dark Brandon move? If you haven't heard of Dark Brandon, well, get ready. Um, is it a Dark Brandon move where he is endorsing civilian fighter jet ownership? I'm okay with that. Like really okay with that. And so anyway, this could be a new dark Brandon. Um so I'm I'm sure you all are well aware of the whole let's go Brandon thing and the origins and whatnot. And this is an attempt to by the lefties to um idolize a just uh senile old man and um it's quite funny so they they've been taking biden pictures you know like and um giving him the meme eyes you know the laser eyes uh, anytime he does anything that uh so like they they pass some legislation that's gonna spend a bunch of money that um well, don't worry, the Republicans would have spent that money, too. They would have just not done it as quickly, maybe. And they would have done it for maybe some better causes. But probably, probably not. It, it, it probably was going to happen one way or the other. But anyway, they, so they spent a bunch of money on this, uh, you know, reduction. Uh, was it the Inflation Reduction Act? And... Um, so that was a win for, for his agenda. Cause they haven't done shit really. Um, it's been bad, you know, not, not been a good first year, first couple of years for, for old uncle Joe. And uh, so they took the opportunity to, uh, try and capitalize on this, uh, let's go Brandon and stuff. And then, you know, like flip it on its head. And I gotta say, it's not a bad idea. Um, look at the guy he's uh we, we've played plenty of clips uh we've played the like the bicycle fall over and over again and and it's just kind of sad at this point point. and this this speech here he um eh, i mean he didn't stumble too awful of much but i don't know how long the speech was and and how much cocaine was in his system so or or adderall i don't know whatever they uh whatever they're they're doping him up with you know keep it up i guess because um you know because i want those i want those fighter jets so I, i i'm calling for universal fighter jets for for all americans um let's not send all the the equipment to ukraine let's give fighter jets to all americans and um it'll probably be about a wash in as far as cost goes in the long run. Um, so maybe, maybe they'll have like Costco, uh, you know, like Costco fighter, fighter jets. Like that'd be kind of cool. Um, Costco makes pretty good shit for the most part. So, you know, like a Kirkland signature fighter jet, that'd be rad. I'd fly it. I mean, probably crash it. I don't know if I could actually get it off the ground or even moving forward or backwards or, or anywhere for that matter. But I'd try to definitely would, uh, Kirkland's signature fighter jet. That's what I want to see. <clears throat> um, so if there was any doubt that, um, they, that the, the current regime does not like, um, Trump supporters, um, should be pretty pretty obvious by now but like it's just another case where they're... this is a second time i believe that um Joe Biden has made uh reference to to fighter jets when he's been talking about you know right wingers that don't particularly like him and gun you know gun advocates uh, second amendment advocates so that's neat um it's uh yeah God bless America boy um but in other news um Donald Trump is still at the top of the headlines as i said um and he
1: he's been active on uh on the truth socials um yeah so
0: he uh let me see if i can so he uh this screenshot that i'm gonna put up here
1: is uh it it is a uh one of his recent tirade tirades so he oh ah, damn you Computer is slow. I'm almost there. I promise. Okay. Now we got
0: it. So, initially, he said, so now it comes out. Conclusively, that the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election. This is massive fraud and election interference at a level near, never seen before in our country. Remedy. Declare the rightful winner or... This would be the minimal solution. Declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. So that was early in the day. And then as the day went on, so then he retruthed this. The presidential election was badly and irreparably, irreparably tainted by the FBI's fake description of the laptop from hell to Facebook and the lamestream media, and for many other reasons as well. Well, declare the rightful winner or hold a new election now. Our country, which is failing badly, knows the score and will never accept criminal election interference. The FBI just fired its special agent in charge of this outrageous and very illegal assault on the Constitution of the United States of America.
1: Um, So that's...
0: That's also neat. Um, That is also the talk of uh, a crazy person. Um, That guy is going farther off the deep end than i thought he was like that <laughs> just de- declare me the winner now or have a new election well we are donald in 2 years about almost 2 years to you know 2 years and a couple months we'll have we'll have a new one you can try it again
1: and um
0: you know i i've i've kind of the the from the very get go with this guy i i like i didn't i didn't get it like i, I he he just he talks like an asshole but he kind of said what everybody else in the room wanted to say but nobody was saying like uh hey there's a lot of bad people coming over from mexico cuz the borders are not very secure like and then he, he you know he said it like oh rapists and uh so i don't remember exactly like they're not sending their best and wasn't the best thing to say wasn't the best statement definitely could have been worded uh a little more carefully but that's not how donald trump does things and uh, it's just it's all it's all about donald trump and i i, I just this is uh insane <laughs> like, it's just uh, a stream of consciousness, except that he's just using his thumbs. And uh, it's pretty funny uh, at times, but, like, this is the shit they're talking about when they're when they're saying he, he, you know, he's a threat to democracy because he just does not let this shit go. And after all the audits and the recounts and this and the, that and, uh, the 2000 mules, which, um, was, um, the book was getting ready to be, uh, published or like it was getting ready to come out. And then it got recalled because, uh, I don't know, maybe they, they said something crazy in this book, um, that, they might get sued for. I don't know exactly. I saw Dinesh D'Souza had had said they're 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 delaying the the release. It'll be out in October or something. But um, anyway, I watched the the movie. I'm not convinced. I might read the book too. Uh, but I, I just there was a lot of people that uh, that are still making a lot of money off of this um, <laughs> off of this election interference stuff same way they did when um when the russia collusion shit was going on people made so much money that's the only way that that um cnn was able to stay alive was because of uh russian uh russian collusion and interference and and trump being bad like if it wasn't for trump and and that shit like cnn would have been dead a long time ago uh they they got rid of uh, that Brian Stelter guy who looks like kind of a potato head. Um, you guys, I'm sure you, you've seen him before, but uh, I'll find a picture of him. He's a he's a giant turd. But it's uh, funny is he's the same age as me, and I like to think that I look younger than him. And I don't know if I've ever looked younger than anyone my age before um cuz I've kind of looked like I was 40 since I was
1: I don't know 17 or so so it's uh yeah anyway he uh how this guy got a show he's uh I mean yeah all right let me let me pop this up here Just, there's so many good ones to it's a pick from, and, and he was like the the guy on on camera, like man, and and he was an absolute just turd of a yeah. Look at that! Look at that doofus! Huh?
0: Anyway, no, I, it's shocking that that show didn't do well. Weird. Weird stuff. Um, he's almost as weird as the former president calling for a redo election or for somebody to just declare him the the rightful winner of the 2020 election. Um, if you can remember back in your way back machine to, uh, 2015, which, um, in official, like, you know, 2020s, um, terms like, uh, or, I guess, uh, you know, in today's terminology of, uh, of time that was like seven lifetimes ago, 2015. And, um, he lost Iowa, I believe, and uh threw a shit fit over it. Um, he lost a couple primaries. I mean it was a pretty it was a pretty uh knockdown, drag out fight in that that uh twenty sixteen primary. Uh eventually he he uh he beat out Cruz, uh look seventeen different people um for that that year. So I mean like yeah, it was a it was a pretty it was pretty uh, it was typical Donald Trump campaign and uh pretty brutal um and uh but he he uh he beat him out and but every time he lost a primary he would call foul of some sort and then when he won it was like the most perfect election ever kind of like the democrats did with uh the 2020 election most safest and secure election ever but the the presidential election right before that was just hacked by by Putin and the Russians and and Donald Trump helped them because he's a Russian puppet one one election cycle and and you know they're 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 uh they both flipped on their on their heads both sides Trump and and the Democratic Party like Complete reversal of opinion on the integrity of the elections uh, from one cycle to the next. <clears throat> so I, I don't, I don't view of any of these people as acting in good faith. Donald Trump included. I <clears throat> it's just my word uh, that dude just will not let shit go. And I can understand being pissed about about the deal, but you. What what are what you what are you planning on doing? Like th- this is still the U.S. the United States of America. We have a, a system in place. <sighs> it's worked fairly okay up until this point. You know, even even in th- with the sad shape of affairs, a uh, state of affairs. Like he still stepped down at the end of his his term. You know, he still transferred power. Um, Semi peacefully, there was the there was the January sixth riot, <clears throat> which was not very peaceful. However, when it came time for the inauguration and everything, um, Biden took office like he was supposed to. So, yeah, they delayed the the certification of the the counting of the ballots, the certification of the of the electoral college, and all that. You know, it got delayed by by a couple hours. I don't know how how many hours it was like. However long, a little while, less than a day, for sure, um, less than a half a day, if I remember right. So, either way, it got done, and um, Joe Biden took office peacefully. You know, there's some, there was some turmoil leading up to it, for sure. They'll, they'll, they'll bring up this, this one incident at the Capitol building over and over and over ad nauseum and then just completely ignore. And, um, uh, and if you will, whitewash the, the entire summer of love of 2020, where people are pissed off about the lockdowns and, uh, the black community and the left as a whole. And for a while, a lot of conservatives even were really pissed off about police brutality. Um, you know and we had some shit go down over that and um regardless of whether you thought the guy uh was d- guilty of second degree murder um he is was still pretty clearly guilty of some form of police uh brutality the guy died on his watch so <clears throat> however you feel about it like there was something wrong done there and uh yeah guy didn't get a real fair trial at all um but there there was obviously something done or something done wrong there and justifiably uh people were angry they were not justified in burning down their fucking cities um but that you'd think that would come up somewhere in the the left-wing argument of why shit got so crazy uh, on January 6th. And then af- after the, the election in general, like pretty understandable why people were a little, a little upset. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get what they thought was going to happen when, when they went into the Capitol, like the, the dum dums that stormed in there because they thought that's what Trump wanted them to do. Um,
1: You know, they uh,
0: they clearly thought that Trump wanted them to do that. I don't know if they just like wound themselves up or what the what the hell was going on. I don't know if uh, maybe some agent provocateurs provoked the deal and caused, uh, you know, people that were running on high emotion already uh, to uh, just, uh, you know, all it takes is one. You know, like any tense standoff, it only takes like one one jackass to to set it all off. And was that uh just some jackass, or was it uh, you know somebody who was placed there to be a cleverly disguised jackass and and and, and pop shit off? We know that shit has happened. We've well, you could watch uh, footage of the all the all the riots that, that happened whether it was um you know Kenosha or Minneapolis or or Portland Seattle where they were burning uh buildings LA Chicago New York all that shit you could watch these guys just walking from store to store smashing a window and just you know once once the window smashed and then the, you know bulls on parade people storm in start looting. Well, this guy that broke the window just keeps going to the next storefront, smashes that one. And, and then people, uh, video it. And that guy's obviously, um, starting, starting shit, but who is he? I don't know. doesn't seem to me that there was hardly anybody arrested, uh, for the, for that shit. So <laughs> you can understand why people were a little pissed off. Um, Meanwhile, um there there's also like uh, the the Iraqi parliament got stormed uh by protesters the other day too and haven't heard about that on the news much. Um kind of a kind of a relevant deal since since how we still have uh troops and shit over there and um what appears so uh, the parliamentary system is kind of I guess probably not weird if you're go if you if that's what you know, but where where we don't parliamentary system, they have um, a lot of different parties over over there, and typically nobody, no one party gets like a true. A lot of times they don't get a true majority, so they got to they got to build these coalitions of of this this party and this party and whatever, and then and they're. They haven't been able to do that for like over a year now. They've uh, not been able to to establish a ruling coalition, and it seems to be so. Like, if you remember the name Muqtada Al Sader, uh, known for the <coughs> the pretty vicious campaign in uh, Sadr City, <coughs> and then um, he, his, his crew are heavily tied in with Iran and were um by and large the ones responsible for the the IED uh uptick in and in, in the insurgency in in Iraq so um not a real good guy but um guess what he's still he's still doing his thing over there and he's a pretty like well respected um we there. He's uh he's a powerful figure still in uh politician. But I guess he walked out uh claims he, he's done with politics and um it kind of kind of appears that Iraq might be on the verge of becoming a failed state. So um for all the neocons out there, the war hawks that claim that, you know, we had to get rid of uh Saddam and stabilize the region. Like stabilize the region. Libya is a is a failed state because of us, um, and it appears that Iraq is on the verge of that too. <coughs> and um, <coughs> yeah, just real, really fucked that one up. And uh, that twenty years later, that's what we're seeing now. And just. Ugh. Yeah, this is why we don't need to get involved in that type of shit. Because uh we don't know what the fuck we're doing because we don't live over there. We don't know the the like well, people know the the internal politics of Iraq a lot more than they did back in the day. And um yeah, we found out the hard way. The real hard way. So um that's um that's pretty neat. Uh also Donald Trump had a perfect uh perfect chance to just slide out of there completely unscathed um he could have like declared victory or whatever so right after we took out which also this is you know beginning of 2020 so remember two lifetimes ago um started off the year with a bang when he uh when he murked that uh Kasim Soleimani guy the the top The top military guy in Iran, um, some would say he was the guy that was actually running Iran where the, like the Ayatollah is more of a figurehead. Um, either way, real high up important guy. Um, at, you know, at least he was like the number three guy in Iran. Um, at most he might've been running the, the entire damn thing. And we took him out in Iraq when he, when he came to visit, uh, Trump made that decision. And um, a lot of outrage from <clears throat> from several from several different countries around the world, and um, and the, the Iraqi government, the parliament voted unanimously for us to leave. And I think we should have it was a good enough opportunity. They would call their bluff, and uh, I don't. It wasn't a bluff, I don't think. But you know, just uh, as the saying goes, call their bluff. All right. See you later, Chet. And, uh, and come on, come on home. That that would have been a good, uh, good idea, but he didn't take the bait and, uh, we're still over there. And now with, uh, you know, a destabilized Iraq, I imagine that means, uh, you're going to have people saying, well, we can't leave now. It's too early, too early. 20 years is just not quite long enough. We gotta, gotta go stabilize the region again after we, Destabilized it um so anyway back to trump uh i read through most of the the affidavit a lot of it's redacted so you don't know what the fuck uh was in there they don't know you don't know who was uh, providing the the information and uh we don't know what the documents were and we probably won't um so media organizations um, filed for uh, unsealing of the affidavit. Trump called for it, but his people never really made any motion. They, they didn't make a motion to uh, object to it, but they also didn't file a motion asking for the unsealing. That was actually a bunch of news organizations that did that. So as much as you may hate the, the Washington Post and New York Times and CNN and, uh, you know, MSNBC and all of them, they all signed on to this, uh, this motion to, to have it unsealed. Um, we got some of it anyway, so better than nothing, I guess, kinda, um, just enough to think maybe, maybe they actually had something, but not enough to, to be convinced one way or the other. I don't, I don't think, but one of the big things there they did is they, they, they laid out the pattern of how they had asked for it, um, how his lawyers had claimed they had given everything back. And, um, (coughs) they've got a, a pretty decent timeline, um, kind of laid out there. So they, they, they did their homework there. They, they, uh, they kind of covered their bases and, um, but the DOJ opposed the release because they said it would jeopardize their, their, uh, their case and then potential, uh, wit cooperating witnesses and all that. And, um, of course, Trump has went from one, uh, defense. He's kind of just thrown everything at the wall to see what was going to stick. Like, uh, he, he brought up the idea that they had planted, uh, evidence, um, then he claimed, you know, they took uh, my passports and they said, we didn't take your passports. And then he said, here's the letter we got from the DOJ that says you did. And they're like, oh yeah, but we, we gave them back now. So, um, and then Trump uh, filed a motion to have a special master oversee the, you know, the filter process, uh, which this deal is it's just a real, it's funny how, nobody is really bringing up this filter team, uh, issue. It's like, all right, so they, they come in with a really broad search warrant, take a whole bunch of stuff. And then they have a, I have a team. It's a separate team though, but they're still FBI <clears throat> or DOJ or who, I guess it'd be, it'd be DOJ. Um, <coughs> um, but then they they have a team go through it and determine whether stuff is uh, attorney client privilege or or whatever and if it, if the, and what needs to be returned to the people that that were searched and um seems like that is uh, slightly uh, a problem, particularly with a broad search warrant, because they could take just about anything, including your damn passports, which uh, led a lot of people to believe that maybe Donald Trump was considered a flight risk. So they took his passport so he couldn't leave the, the country. And however, even though they took that, that wasn't on the inventory list that they gave of what they took. Like, turns out they took probably a lot more than they should have. And, uh, <clears throat> even though, you know, they, they were, they conducted the search over like 12 hours, maybe it was nine hours, something like a long time. It was a, it was an all day deal. And, um, and they still took way more than, than, uh, they were authorized to, which seems like maybe that should invalidate the, the, the search, you know, like it wasn't done like Warrants are supposed to be real specific. You you can look for this in this location, and you know you can look for these things in these locations, and that's it. Um, so anyway, the filter team is a little fishy, and uh, so Trump filed to have a special master. A judge said she was inclined to uh, to do that, but she hadn't made a decision yet. In the meanwhile, I think I think it's supposed to be tomorrow here or today that she decides whether or not to appoint a special master but the doj says we've actually looked through all the stuff already and um we're we've got what we need so uh, thanks but no thanks um but also that's not their their call they can't make that decision um allegedly so we'll see what they what they say um but they also have um they're using this timeline and um, and c- kind of all the bickering and the back and forth and the maybe not full truths from the Trump team. Um, and they're going to make a case for obstruction of justice, which. <coughs> obstruction of justice is what. The only thing that that uh, Robert Mueller found at all was that there was like possible obstruction of justice, meaning. They spent three years uh investigating that guy, and the only thing they came up with was like he tried to um pressure you know he he essentially tried to get the investigation into him shut down um as it all plays out turns out he was pretty vindicated um but they so they threw the they threw everything at the wall. And the only thing they thought maybe they could, they could get stick was obstruction of justice. So that one was kind of a farce. This one's not quite so much because if, uh, if these are indeed documents, which Trump said initially he didn't have, and then, um, later said they were cooperating and, um, and this was unnecessary. Um, and then the DOJ lined out how they had a, a subpoena. And then they had a, a signed letter from his counsel saying that, that they had returned everything. And then came the the claim that it was uh, all declassified. And then also some that was executive privilege or covered under executive privilege, which <clears throat> doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because if they were covered under executive privilege, then they, I don't think they're supposed to be at Mar-a-Lago. <clears throat> and, uh, and that, that kind of leads to the whole crux of it is they is they're bringing up that all the guests and, um, and, and people that, that come in and out of Mar-a-Lago, um, with these supposedly highly confidential documents, um, it creates a national security risk, Um, nowhere in this partially redacted um, affidavit was the word nuclear mentioned. So that's um, I would tend to think that that's probably not the case, that it's probably not nuclear secrets. Uh, I think I won't say it's safe to assume that, but I, my gut reaction tells me that's probably not the case or, they would have been shouting it from the rooftops. Um, but they've kind of let people run with that, but there's no, never been any sort of confirmation. Um, maybe it's in some of the redacted part of, of that affidavit, but we don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get to know, uh, this, this Trump Mar-a-Lago raid, um, to me is, a, appearing to be our generation's, uh, not Watergate, but Kennedy assassination where I don't know if we'll ever truly know what the fuck happened. Um, why? Like same with, it's like the January 6th all the way from to now, like the prosecution of Donald Trump like that. I guess they're not technically, well, yeah, they are prosecuting him in several different cases. So, um, the feds haven't, I guess, technically, um, Charged him on anything yet, um, but he he's definitely being prosecuted, and some would say persecuted. And from from uh, January sixth and all the events that that have happened since then, I I don't know if we'll ever know the the, the whole story. And uh, there'll probably be some, you know. I I don't know. I don't think the the Republicans are going to shut down the you know the the J6 committee if uh they take back the house i think they're going to keep it going and it'll be more grandstanding i don't i don't think they'll probably do the 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 primetime um hearings televised hearings like uh like they they've done i i wonder is that i guess they're on recess so i wonder if they're going to really go go hard on the the J6 hearings when they get back from from the august recess but We'll see. I don't know. Um, but you're starting to see uh some kind of cracks in the armor from uh from people uh that are Trump supporters. So like Roy Blunt from uh Missouri was like, hey, he probably should have just turned him over. Um Mo Brooks from Alabama, he got called uh, you know, a rhino because he's like, Hey, we can't just keep doing this election song and dance like we got to move forward and if we're going to do anything at some point and that was um I think Trump said he went woke um uh, after that so I mean that that's neat um you got this guy that that the base of the party still really likes and uh meanwhile not many other people do <laughs> and he's uh He's really not helping his cause by just really glomming onto this, this election stuff. And for, for, I guess for what it's worth, he may prove to be right in the long run. I don't know, but just, he hasn't produced any sort of tangible evidence yet. And, uh, or at least of, of anything that, that would have swayed the election. Like, I don't know. All the stuff that they've, uh, that they've come forward with has not been convincing. Um, and they, they, they got outworked. Uh, they, they had a ton of collusion between, uh, between the Democrats and, uh, and big, big tech and, and that, that type of deal, a lot of, a lot of coordination with, uh, you know, the FBI and the CDC and, uh, and, uh, you know, Fauci's the NAI, uh, what is it the, NIAID or whatever, the the NA uh, National Institute of Health, NIH, all that um coordinated very heavily with uh with social media companies. It was they were pretty open uh about it like that. Go back to that Times magazine article when they, they talked about how they, you know, preserved democracy uh by doing all this stuff, you know, changing state voter laws and um, clamping down on misinformation and disinformation and all, all this stuff, all from what I can tell, very legal, all still very shady as shit. Um, but they, uh, I guess you could say they out cheated Donald Trump. Um, but I think they just outworked him. Like they, uh, they had a better strategy and, um, they had a lot of help, very shady help. But like I said, I, as far as I can tell, they didn't. From what from what I've seen, they haven't really done anything wrong. So, like Trump's the king of like, hey, I, I just played by the system that was there, and that's how you know all the, all the tax breaks and whatever. He's just like, hey, I'm just using the system that was there. Well, this time he didn't, and he told people not to. Like the the mail in ballots, he could have turned that to his advantage too. He you know easiest way to do it. He's like, hey, I don't like these. These mail in ballots I think you're you're better off voting in person, but either way, a vote for Trump's a vote for Trump, so get out and vote Trump however you do it simple, very, very simple, and then you can like he can also say like hey, after the election we're gonna we're gonna really look in to this uh mail in ballots because i don't I don't like the the opportunity for fraud there but in the meantime, this is what we got, so vote. You know, it's the Democrats are very good at the, the messaging on, on that. And um and then after the after they you know he lost the presidential election. And he you know, he still had he had two runoff races in, in um for the for both Senate seats in Georgia. And he like basically told people that you know, don't even bother voting. It's rigged and kind of just threw his, both of uh, the Republican candidates out to dry. And, uh, because of that lost the Senate. So I, he has really, really shot himself in the foot. So many times it's, it's still amazing that he has a foot to stand on. Uh, and I, I just I don't get the continued um you know just like cult of personality behind the guy. I, I I get that he he did some good stuff, but man, like what have you done for me lately, like besides just stir the pot. You've not done anything really to uh I don't know. Like he you know, he he's he's played Kingmaker and he's done a decent job of it. Like his candidates I don't know, like Herschel Walker. That guy's kind of an idiot. He's probably going to win, um, but is really do you want Herschel Walker in in the Senate? I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I, I guess uh, Doctor Oz. I don't I don't really know much about Doctor Oz. I know he's. I just know the name. I don't know much about him. Um. So, but he he's got some crazy fucking candidates that he endorsed, but. He has uh he just has not made it easy for, for the Republicans to set themselves apart from the Democrats in any meaningful way except for, you know, Trump. Like they, it just they're all it is 100 percent dominated by Trump. And like, I don't I just I don't see that changing anytime soon. So like we're, we're that's that's where we're at. And. <sighs> I, I don't know, at some point. I don't know. I, I it'll be interesting to see. I I, I truly think they're probably going to indict the guy. Like they they have gone, they they've done everything. They they impeached him twice. Uh, they the the FBI was weaponized to to spy on him since before he even took office when he was still just the president elect. Um. So. If if you keep that in the back of your mind and know that a lot of those people are still at the FBI, um, it kind of kind of downplays a lot of what they had laid out um, in their affidavit and in the case they're making because I, I just they they are not acting in good faith and they haven't been for quite some time. So like, I I don't I don't buy. I don't buy much of anything without and particularly with all the redactions. That's the thing that gets me. So if they if they choose to indict Trump over this, over these classified documents, like how is that going to work? So it's a federal it's already it's a it'll be a federal case. So it'll be a federal courtroom where they don't allow cameras. So you won't get to watch it live. Um, And because it's dealing with um, top secret. And, uh, secret compartmentalized, uh, um, information, you know, like really supposedly high, high level, top secret, you know, highly classified shit. Okay. So do, do the jury members have to have, uh, you know, uh, security clearance before, before they can see the evidence or, uh, do, do they, are they just going to like show a, a page that's like completely redacted and like we found this at Mar-a-Lago and then Jerry's like oh shit that thing's the whole thing's redacted It must be must be really really secret shit it's uh, is that, that, that how it's going to happen or, or are they actually going to have to produce the evidence I mean you'd think they would have to at some point but like they're going to try to keep it from the public be- using the, the classified, you know, national security, national defense information uh, excuse. And um, so essentially, the way I see it is they are trying to convict the president for mishandling of documents that are too sensitive for the public to be able to see. So just but trust us, just trust us, you know. Um, do like the the Clinton dude that was what I was trying to do with my thumb.
1: Trust me, he had him, and
0: yeah i that's uh, I hate to say it I'm not wishing wishing it at all, but it just it sure seems like this is headed for violence, and it's not not good, not good, not good at all um other than that there there was some Oh, this, um, so this A-plus act that is being, uh, being discussed, I don't know, uh, the, how far along on the progress it is before actually becoming a law. Um, but anyway, uh, Jen Hill did a really good synopsis of it on my website on the, the Uncommon Sense blog. So, dot daylightcom um, go read that article. It was last week, she, she did a synopsis on it. But essentially it would allow um sale barn owners to um to to purchase or um purchase or invest in um like small regional type packing plants and so what they did was they capped it at a 2000 head capacity plant like 2000 head a day um so big enough to where it's it's not a you know it's it's a good size plant but not not big enough to where it's going to you know, really incentivize these, uh, these, these big four packers, but I don't know. I still see that I can still see a scenario in which these, uh, these packers go ahead and just start buying, uh, sale barns and, uh, you know, I, it just, I, I could see it happening. Um, but I'm going to lean on, the on the side of, uh, the deregulation part of it and allowing these, uh, these sale barn owners to, to help invest. So can you imagine that, that, that'd be really a cool deal where, you know, you, you could get say five or six of these sale barns to, to go in together on a regional plant. And, uh, you know, that, that that's a good thing. That's a good thing for competition is, is an awesome thing for the market. And, um, the more the more packing plants that we have like the better off we are as a country we found that out over covid like the supply chain is pretty damn fragile and it kind of needs to be shored up meaning like we've got to have more shit made here domestically and um and also we found out that the, the food supply chain is also pretty fragile too and it's way too concentrated um way too many uh, choke points and so when if it's not run if it doesn't run efficiently um shit can go downhill pretty quick so um i i say with the caveat that i could still see a scenario somehow where these packers manage to to just kind of bully their way through and buy out you know a bunch of these sale barns and <clears throat> you know they've got the money to just go ahead and spring for uh a new new 2000 head kill plant and uh so i would say we'd have to remain vigilant and make sure that uh they don't abuse this new system but i i hope it seems like a good idea i don't know what the um the landscape looks like as far as getting getting actually voted on um but i think um i think it's a good it's a good step and uh, i I'll, I'll throw my support behind it so i will uh send a message to my representatives and let them know that they should vote on it and vote in favor of it and i think y'all should do the same thing uh it seems to be like a a pretty decent idea um and uh yeah anyways that's uh I think it's called the A plus Act. So um, you know, get a hold of your your state state representatives, your senators, and let them know that you're in support of this and they should be too, as uh, you know, as your as your elected uh representative, um let them know that's how you would like to be represented. So anyways, uh hopefully it goes through. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. we're seeing a lot, not a lot, but you're seeing more and more um plants get approved and, uh, either breaking ground or, or getting real close to it. So, um, it's going to take a while to, to change this, this thing, you know, this boat doesn't, uh, doesn't turn very quickly, but there, there's some, there's some bright spots on the horizon, but it's, it's still, it's still pretty, pretty cloudy out there. So, um, stay hooked. Um, hope everybody has a, has a good rest of the week. I uh, got a conversation that I had with, uh, with Kate Bowen, uh, for you for the Friday episode and I will be out of town. So I'll try to get something, uh, something ready for, for Monday, but maybe, maybe Tuesday before I get something, uh, recorded, uh, for you. But anyways, if you're, if you're around the Kiowa, Colorado area, come check us out at the, the war party ranch, um, ranch rodeo. It's, uh it's a scramble type deal and i'll be helping uh announce it and uh it's a good good cause that they're donating the money to there's over i think uh jeremiah said there's like um over 2500 dollars money uh, money added um and they've got uh you know the war party ranch which uh you know last time jeremiah was on he talked about where they uh they've got this uh basically a cowboy course for for battered women and they they teach them a skill and they uh help them get uh placed in in ranch jobs uh uh be able to showcase their new skills that they learn uh at through the the war party ranch and uh they've got their their own all female team in the in the event as well so it would be be a pretty cool deal i'm uh i'm glad to be a part of it glad i could help and yeah. So if you're, you're in the area, come check it out. It'd be good. They got a food truck and whatnot. And they got a, they got some entertainment lined up, uh, afterwards and, um, yeah, I'll be around, uh, telling stories, telling jokes and, uh, shaking hands. I, I don't, I don't have any, any duties on my plate after the, the rodeo is over. So I'll just be hanging out. Um, so anyway, come, come say hi and whatnot and, um, have a good week. Stay, stay hydrated fucking hot out there so um yeah appreciate y'all make sure you're, if uh, you'd like to support the show patreon.com slash burn daylight or you can sign up for the, the paid episodes on spotify as well um oh by the way spotify pays me more if you listen to my ads on spotify so uh it also video podcasts over there so you'll be able to you'll be able to watch it if you want um it's it's a good it's a good app spotify it seems like they're doing doing shit the right way and uh i like i like their setup over there so anyway if you don't mind listen to it over there cuz i get paid more and i can do more cool stuff uh tell your friends about it and um yeah appreciate y'all listening now move your ass we're burning daylight good guys and
2: bad guys, cowboys and Indians, sinners and saints.